0: Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass And hey, what's it gonna do? It doesn't matter how you're doing Woo! Wheel of dealing Living this life jet flying. Can you dig it, dig it, sucker? Would you please Shut the hell up You don't know what hard times are, daddy The cream will
1: rise to the top Oh yeah Oh yeah
0: Look the rubble
1: what up, what up? Welcome to episode 86 of Keep the Kayfabe. I'm Mike, sitting here with my boys, ready to talk some wrestling. We put off a recording this past Monday so we could get the most up-to-date information about what we are going to discuss tonight, and that is AEW Dynamite happening this Sunday at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. This is our world-famous prediction show. We watched a great Dynamite last night. And uh, we got some matches to run down. Uh, It's one of my favorite shows. We get to talk, argue, agree, disagree, fight with one another about how this card is going to play out. So let's meet the participants of who will be playing King Booker for AEW Double or Nothing. Over in Glendale, somebody who keeps it regal, my guy Steve Grochman. What up, Grabby?
2: mean, Gene, the first thing you got to do is tell these people to shut up if you want to hear what I've got to say. Yeah. Which 80s heel was that? That was a 90s heel by the name of Hulk Hogan, the 90 turned heel. Ah. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Very good. Most
1: One of the most legendary, if not the most legendary heel turn of all time.
2: Exactly. Yeah considering what he was before. Yeah. I mean, we talked about that on the heels and faces shows. I mean, few people can make the claim that they went from the, one of the biggest baby faces of all time to one of the biggest heels of all time. I mean, he right. pulled it off. Yep.
1: And I mean, Hogan, you know, what he is today is I would say on more of the decline, but <laughs> that's just something you can't take away from the guys. So right. you kind of have to respect him. Uh, Because we wouldn't have the wrestling that we have today, that's for damn sure. So, let's get down to Bayview, introduce my guy who keeps it freshly squeezed, the carpenter, Mr. Matt Michelson. What up, Matt? Well, I have a special treat for you guys tonight, so... Well,
3: (laughs) well, it's the big show. Yes, it's the big, big show on Sunday. Yeah, it's the big show come on crank it up and watch it live oh well it's double or nothing it's joe and adam cole we'll talk about them cm punk and hangman we'll bring it on home
1: wow
2: i, I have no unbelievable.
1: words
4: unbelievable i might be done <laughs> <laughs>
1: shit i mean that that intro went on as long as the lyrics to the big show's actual <laughs> song. intro music. and was more
2: interesting more interesting <laughs> yeah, right? exactly
1: that's what i was gonna finish up with
2: There's, there was an well actual done. story
3: to this tune
2: okay that
3: was no, it just saying there was <laughs> oh. no story to this okay. tune. <laughs> i thought you were gonna tell us a story i thought there was more
1: but yeah I just awesome did. thank you matt And uh, I might have made a mistake in the intros here, guys. Uh, I may have said AEW Dynamite instead of Double or Nothing. Lots of shit going on. My bad, yo. So we're going to be predicting the matches for AEW Double or Nothing. Okay? Clarified. All right, here we go. Let's get down to Bayview. Stay down in Bayview. Talk to my guy. He's fired up. Oh, my gosh. Charlie, Michael, what's up, dude?
4: Wardlow. Wardlow. Oh, mm-hmm. I think you're right. That dude's a star, man. I saw it. I saw it, in it last night, man. I saw it in his face. I was like, "Oh shit, he's gonna be big." When he had that shot where he rose up.
2: Oh my god, god. it was so. It oh, was like, actually. Oh. It was filmed was like, so well. I was, he like, was like, like, King Kong Yeah,
4: yeah dude. And then when he was standing on the cage afterwards, I was like, this dude's gonna be big. Like, every you called that sprite, Mike. He's gonna be a. You're right. He's gonna be a star, dude. I saw it last night. I'm like, he's got it, dude.
3: Mike's takes are a little bit ahead of his time, but he always he always gets it in the end. Tim and
4: MJF might be the
3: most exciting
4: match of the night, besides I think Punk and him Because mm-hmm.
3: man, cause even yeah, I was well, like,
4: I was like, even I can't wait for him to get his hands on fucking MJF. and I know it's you know I know it's fake, but it's like exactly. I can't wait. I can't wait for it to happen.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, you thought that was good. He's saving his best stuff for the big show. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, thanks, Charlie, for the props. But, yeah, I I, I had my months uh, mixed up for the bet that we have going on. We'll get to that when we talk about the match. But, no, I agree with you. I mean, I've been a Wardlow supporter for – is the damn beginning but um yeah that shot when he climbed to the i mean he didn't have to do that but he did do that and it was pulled look. off amazing he looked like yeah a mo- like look. A, yep. a cinematic moment like he was king kong uh climbing the empire state building so all he's got to do is reach out and you know take what's his at this point point. Yeah, he's, he's got it he's got
4: it dude i saw it i was like fuck he's got it dude
1: for a second, Mike, yeah, I maybe. thought you
3: were going to say that thing he was reaching out to grab was a brass ring, and I was like, "Oh no!" Yeah, <laughs> that, have, that
4: was great. That that guy had the perfect shot when he rose up. I was like, "Oh, oh fuck, dude, you can't even fake!" It was just perfect camera work. I don't know how. Once that in
2: was. a while, AEW kind of blows camera angles. That was mm-hmm. like the perfect spot, perfect, at the perfect time. He
1: just fucking yeah. rose up like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, uh, and hey, little side note before we start the prediction the show, I are kind great. of. Like, I was noticing the great camera work on this last Dynamite 2 in certain matches. It, it seems like they're kind of dialing it in and maybe getting so. uh, primed and ready to really execute a really great produced uh, show for Double or Nothing coming up on Sunday. So,
4: oh, yeah. It's going to be nuts. The next two shows are going to be nuts the next two nights. Dude, the crowd's going to be insane. Yes, it's, gonna be yes. great. it's already got me fired up for a forbidden door. That's going to be even probably just as nuts.
3: I'm I'm almost looking forward to Forbidden Door more than Double or Nothing, and they haven't even announced any of the cards. any matches
4: yet. Yeah,
1: right. Yep. This is just the setup. Spring has sprung and summer is just about to begin, and it is a very exciting time with a lot going on. But before we get uh, you know into our picks, let's introduce this game. If you're a first time listener, and for our new listeners, if you're a long time listener, you know how this goes. But Every big pay-per-view with AEW, the boys and I sit down and we run down the card and we predict what matches, uh, how they're going to go, who's going to be the winner. Sometimes we throw in little stipulations of how to earn bonus points. We try to offset one another's picks because you want to be King Booker. And just like in AEW where the records matter, the records matter here on Keep the Kayfabe as well. So you want to be King Booker and who is the King Booker right now is one-time champion and current uh holder of the title steve grob schmidt so this is his first title defense and a way to offset the opponent's uh picks is by picking last you get to hear how the other guys think the match is going to be booked you kind of want to go last to see what they do so maybe you can steal one so current King Booker always comes with a rule or way for us to figure out who goes last. And Steve has a way for us to pick and who gets that honor. So, Steve, what do you got for us? Who's going to be last? How are we going to decide this?
2: Well, this is the, if if I dare say, the perfect way to determine. And that is three questions. And I'm going to ask them. And then whoever gets the most out of the three wins this spot and if there's a tie or nobody gets them i have a tie-breaking question that involves numbers so Ooh. and i think the best thing about these questions i came up with are they're about me so <laughs> Great. and i want to see if uh, how well you guys listen to these wonderful tales that i weave over the years here at keep the kayfabe That's so true, true, true. i'm gonna read the questions and the first person let's see what's the easiest way to do this first person that calls out the answer or if you hold your hand up and then i'm trying to do this in a dignified way maybe if you put your finger up i will let you answer first but then if you get it wrong you don't get to guess again for that question shall we begin i'll get my finger ready <clears throat> I am ready. <laughs> so, question one. I've told this story at least once on the podcast about how I went to a WWE house show at the Bradley Center on September 13th, 1991, when Matt, a recently ter- Yes. So, do is- you even know what the question is? You have to I- answer. Well,
3: you have I to have answer a hunch. the. Okay,
2: throw your answer out, and if it's right,
3: you get this. My My answer is Cowboy Bob Orton. Wrong.
1: Oh Okay. okay.
2: <laughs> but yeah, that's
1: that would be the thing. Okay, okay. Um,
2: a recently turned Sorry, face second try. Recently turned face, Bret Hart was defending the Intercontinental title against an opponent. The crowd was solidly behind Bret Hart, but a friend of mine and I started cheering for the other guy and resulted in a chant in which the entire arena was yelling, Hitman to R, yelling this guy's name.
4: I know it was a Canadian wrestler. I can't remember who it was, though.
1: I thought it was I- Bob Orton. Is it Manson wrong? I, I think was... I'd know if Matt's wrong.
4: Yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, is it is it is it, Ru-
4: is it Rougeau?
2: No. I know they wrestled on that show. Uh... You get one chance, Matt, and then other, or Mike, and then otherwise it's question two. Mike, you can Shit. steal one
1: here. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. It's yeah. It's an old timer. And I, I, I remember you telling the story, but all I can think of is uh,
2: Cowboy Bob Orton. Okay, well, you guys are seating. The answer yeah. is The Warlord. Oh, way oh, off. Now, again, get sticking, your get your fingers, get your fingers ready. At WrestleFest in Milwaukee, I was in the second section up from the ring and stood up at one point to give a thumbs up to a recently turned heel. Nobody was standing in front of me. Mike. It's Bob Orton. Wrong. <laughs> uh, nobody was standing Orton? in front Jesus. of me, and this wrestler turned around and gave me a hearty thumbs up back, and he remains to this day, though retired. Yes. Charlie. I'll
4: go with, with Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Oh, my God. <laughs> Matt. Matt. Damn. That's not the thumbs oh, up. Oh,
3: man. But... Um, I know the answer to this question and I'm just drawing a blank right oh, now. So I'm going to, so you, you guys are going to, you guys are going to kick yourselves. <laughs> it's almost like, I don't know if you guys have ever seen that friend sketch where I think Joey guesses Anne Margaret for every, Oh every no, it's time. from Wings. That's right. Yeah. And then the correct answer ends up being Anne Margaret when they tell him not to guess it. Um, oh, God. yeah. Um, I am going to go
2: with. Hulk Hogan. No. You're going to kick yourself. Jacques Rougeau. Oh. oh, they just said it, dude. Get your fingers Stay ready out. for question three. This is going right. to... Okay, ready? Mikey, the right to answer
3: wrong question.
1: Just, just to
2: clarify, Steve, we do really care about you and listen to what you have to say. Yes. Question three. I attended a WCW house show in the early 90s at the <laughs> auditorium here in Milwaukee. and Yes, uh, Matt. All right, I'm going to go out on a limb here is it cowboy bob orton, it is
5: cowboy bob orton. all right <laughs> I, like that I,
2: I like that i picked three questions and you guys came up with the three answers just in the wrong <laughs> sequence <laughs> um yes so we don't have to go to the tiebreaker unless you really want to hear it for fun but uh, uh look, matt, matt anyway. is the winner okay let's just yeah, do just this for fun. fun so the longest this is about the longest single reign in wwe history and this is a numbers so don't put your fingers up uh the tribal chief Roman Reigns is currently for reference at 634 days. Um how many days was Bruno Sammartino champion during his single longest reign? Uh, you know, he had multiple Damn. reigns, but this was his longest hmm. reign. This is a good question. Are 1, we doing prices right rules? 36. How, I guess. Well, I think since this doesn't count for anything, we can just you can each take a guess. So <laughs> yeah, it Charlie said Charlie said 1036 36.
3: I'm gonna guess uh, fifteen hundred.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll do uh, six thousand nine
2: hundred <laughs> four twenty. So, I—I uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess tech. I'd have to think about who's closest without going over and all that. But I guess it's uh, Bruno. Bruno Sammartino held the title the for the, for the longest time for two thousand eight hundred and three days. Oh, oh, one. Hogan. Closest. Hogan was closest to, uh, I think, one... I forget which one. He, uh, Hogan was in the like mid-thousands, I think.
1: Oh, okay. That's a lot of hauling the belt around. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, it, and they were it, talking it, about, like, you know, what would Roman Reigns have to do to beat, like, like, Hogan? He'd have to hold it for, like, another year and a half, I think.
1: Yeah, or another year. It, yeah. yeah. Chances, chances
2: are he might. He might. God help
1: us. And those yeah. belts were really heavy back then, too. And the <laughs> luggage. I mean, they were hauling those, you know... Fuck. What a hassle. That's why those guys are so ripped and in pain, not just from the matches, but hauling their shit around.
3: I could see, you know, now that we're talking about this, I could see Roman beating Hogan's record just because, I think it was at the last pay-per-view, they kept making reference to how long Roman's been champion and who else has been champion that long, and they always talk about Bruno Sammartino, Hulk Hogan, like names of that caliber, so... And you know, WWE just can't help themselves. So, no, the but they're not. Hogan... I
2: mean, he's not going to touch Bruno, but yeah, maybe Hogan. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. There's my uh, top of the line way of determining the last answerer. And that last answerer is Matt Michelson, Woo! which isn't going to help him based on some banter we had earlier and some of the outlandish picks he made. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> All
1: right. Well, good job, Steve. I like that. Uh, a champ should make
2: it all about him.
1: So that was very cool. Sorry we didn't nail all the questions. Well, I actually was
2: impressed. I mean, you guys basically came up with the three answers just out of sequence.
1: Let's get to the matches. Matt, you have the honor of going last, and we'll throw out some stipulations as we go as we think of them. So enjoy. Let's get the AEW Double or Nothing Prediction Show going. So... We got a very exciting card here and one match that I think is going to be a lot of fun. What I think might be a really great match to lead off the show with, and what I think we should lead off the show with here is the Young Bucks versus the Hardy Boys. This is a tag team match. I mean, there's probably going to be... I don't know if there's... There's no stipulations uh, listed if it's ladders match, tables, or anything. I think it's just a straight tag match, but I think it's going to get crazy. So, um, me uh picking this match uh I'll go first I'm going to go out on a limb here it's not really a limb I think these guys have to win it's going to be the young bucks Matt and Jeff are very loved as the Hardys right now we're just happy and lucky to see him still wrestle going up against uh you know cream of the crop tag team like the young bucks and the Young Bucks should not lose this match if AEW cares about their promotion. So I'm going to go
2: Young Bucks. Early, you care? Do you want to go or do you want me to go?
4: Um, you can go. Um...
2: You know, there's a lot of matches on this show that are hard to predict. And this one is, I think, a little hard because it's like the nostalgia and these guys aren't going to be around much longer. Do you give them the win? But yet we're in a business where it's about the putting the young talent over, younger talent over. Um, Yeah, I struggle with this, but I'm going to agree with Ma- uh, Mike that I think uh, the Young Bucks are going to win. They weren't afraid to end the, you know, end SEU. I mean, it's, it's like they're... uh they're going to be going into bigger and better things with this, you know, elite meltdown whenever it happens. I think this one's got to go to the Bucks because, uh, they got a brighter future. And they, and they, yeah, I think it's one of those things where it's it's cool to see the final run of the uh Hardys, they don't need the win, they clearly aren't what they were, although it's still nice, it's still going to be a great match. But yeah, I'm gonna go young Bucks, mm-hmm. Charlie. yeah, I'll go
4: Bucks of Youth
1: bucks of youth right all right matt you heard what we all had to say what do you think bro man i
3: i feel like there's quite a consensus um when you first (laughs) mentioned this match i really was unsure but after hearing everyone's picks i i think it's got to be the young bucks for all those reasons um i think they're gonna do an amazing job making the hardys look good like they can still go yes of course so I think we can look forward to at least a match where we really don't know what's going to happen, even though I'm I'm pretty confident the Bucks will win. I, You know what's crazy is the last match these two had was Supercard of Honor 2017 in Ring of Honor. They had a ladder match like the night before the Hardy Boys showed up in WWE at WrestleMania the next day and wow. also competed in a ladder match. And honestly, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head who won that match in Ring of Honor, but I'm guessing the Bucks, Bucks. are winning this one.
4: Oh, and the Ring of Honor one? No, it was um, it, yeah, it was the Hardys that lost, or it was the Bucks that won because okay. the Hardys left to go to WWE like the next, literally the next day. Mm-hmm. They were in WWE.
1: Great pull there on uh, that piece of <clears throat> trivia, there, Matt. And yeah, it, and if there is anybody in AEW that makes their opponents look amazing, the Young Bucks are one of those tags. So it's gonna be a great match. But um, let's uh, root for the Young Bucks. So. Uh, Let's move along on the card here another match that I'm really excited about that could go either way It's gonna be great. It's the house of black Versus death triangle. It's a six-man tag team match. No belts on the line. No trios belts yet in the promotion Hopefully there will be soon, but uh, they're gonna go out there and put on a damn good match These are hard-hitting wrestlers that are not afraid to put their bodies on the line Everybody is basically very athletic in this match Um and all have different strengths, all can get it done. It's gonna be amazing. I hope they get some time. Uh, I am going to go with the House of Black on this one. I feel, only because they're newer, this is like their first big real moment on a big, big Uh, pay-per-view, they could use it. And also, I feel like the Lucha Bros get, you know, they are always putting over somebody else when they steal the match itself, as far as entertainment value goes. Uh, nothing to knock against the opponents, but they're always cool with me. Like, hey, you want us to lose? We'll lose. No biggie. So I'm going to go with uh, the House of Black on this one.
4: Uh, House of Black also.
1: Alrighty. Charlie says House of Black. Steve-O.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think um, it's going to be, I mean, undeniably going to be just a damn train wreck of it in a good way of a match. It'll be great. Um, I'm going to say a House of Black because not that they need it more, but yeah, I think all the reasons you said too, like the, like the, Death time is just playing cool. They don't necessarily they're going to steal the show by looking great. They don't need to win. I think House of Black needs to kind of keep whatever they got going. Um, my bonus uh, prediction that I'll probably is 90 90 percent sure to be wrong is maybe this is when Julia Hart gets involved to help them or something. <laughs> but that also might happen in 2026 or something for, you know, the rate they're going. So yeah, it's
1: right. It's right around the corner. Steve's been yeah. prophesizing this yeah. a long time and I'm with yeah. him. It's going to happen.
2: But, you know, and it that could, could be it probably happened in this decade. But um OK,
1: Steve, 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 this yeah. is a proposition just for you. OK. Does it happen at Double or Nothing, Julia Hart going to uh, House of Black or does it n- happen later? Just yes or no. This is it. This is where you put your nuts on the line.
2: I'm going to try to will this to happen and say it's going to happen this weekend (laughs) because I'm kind of ready. Like, sometimes they drag things out too long. I'm like, why
4: why would she come out during their match?
2: Because, you know, she's like, they've been kind of courting that, like, they corrupted her. Maybe, like, they'll be in some real trouble and she'll finally complete the turn. Oh. Okay. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying this with any conviction, but I think at some point they seem like they're going somewhere with this. And I, I mean, it's got to happen. Uh, law of averages, eventually something's going to happen with Julia Hard, okay. or not. I mean, look at the look at the uh, Jamie Hader uh, thing with uh, uh, Britt Baker. They were really pushing that hard like five months ago, and she still hasn't turned on her.
1: Well, now that we've said that you're gonna I'm, I'm just doing this for you man because if you call this or should we make this a
2: stipulation <laughs> no it's just for like fun. for an extra point i don't yeah i mean i'm already gonna win on my i don't need extra thing i'm gonna retain the title so <laughs> okay we'll edit this part out okay no don't All edit right. it out it's fine
1: <laughs> okay cool okay well let's move on to another match um hang we've on been... do i do i get to pick wow oh, sorry did I? Fuck, Matt. I'm sorry. No yeah, Matt, yeah. Jesus.
3: Just because I get to go last doesn't mean I don't get a pick. Um, I know. That was
1: my bad. All right. Bad so, form on me.
3: So, so, Steve, you kind of beat me to the punch. I was actually going to suggest Julia Hart completes the turn in uh, this match as well. The way I see it going down, though, is I do think House of Black's going to win. That's my pick. How it's going to happen, I think we're going to see Death Triangle almost get the win or make it seem like they're about to win. When suddenly Julia Hart makes her way down to the ring, causes a distraction, maybe mists Pac or someone in the face, allows Aleister Black or Brody King, one of those guys, to get the pin. Aleister Black... Uh, did I call him Aleister? Malachi Black. That's too. okay. Some same thing. Just live on. Yeah, yeah, same we all, thing. We all know who he is. Um, I see him turning to her, raising her hand, or just her joining these other three in standing there and the eye patch comes off. That's the other thing. And she has a crazy colored eye now.
2: Yes. So and she'll look even hotter.
3: It would be, it would be awesome. I mean, they've this, this turn has been going on since November of last year. So <laughs> yeah, I know eventually crazy? they have to pull the trigger. And I think this is the perfect time to do it. They just had her on TV a few weeks ago, sort of gearing this back up. They set the stage for the turn. I think it happens at double or nothing on Sunday.
2: I like it. I hope you're right.
4: I'm going to go on record and say none of that happens.
2: Whoa.
3: (laughs) That's okay. We have something else we're going to disagree on in a little bit. It's
4: 11. I think it's an 11 match card. I don't know if they have time for all that.
1: Yeah. Good point. Good point. I'd rather... Ha- yeah, I'm kind of if with Charlie. I don't think it'll happen because I want House of Black to get the time in the ring against a- an opponent like that triangle. Unless Alex Abrahantiz pulls some bullshit. Oh, God. Why else would uh, Julia go down there? I don't know, unless she's under some kind of spell. But Ooh. they haven't built that up good enough, That I don't
3: that, that might do it.
1: Okay. Okay, so let's move along. We got a lot of matches to get to here. We'll get through one that's kind of a given. It's Jay Cargill. Uh, with the baddies versus Anna J. it's a singles <laughs> match for the AEW TBS Championship. This might be your lead pipe pick of the of the card. <laughs> I'm going with Jade. She has improved immensely. She's looking amazing, hot as fuck. Outfits are amazing. Love the hair. Prom- promos, promos, are been- yep. Yep, uh, promos are better. Yep, agreed. Promos are. Crushing it, so yeah. Anna Jade, this was just, she just kind of got thrown in there pretty quickly, no build-up. So all signs point to Jade winning this one.
2: Charlie, I bet you could go next on this one. I don't think there's a lot of thought.
1: I'm gonna copy. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna copy Mike's.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Um, I agree. I mean, if this was, had been done with any sort of forethought where they like built up Anna Jay as like, I'm going to avenge my loss against you, maybe a 10% chance, but this was so cobbled together. And like, just, it's like, what are they doing? It's like, Jade is just, I mean, you're not investing all this time in Jade Cargill to just throw Anna Jay, who we all know I love in there Mm -hmm. with no prep time, who already lost to her to be the one that gives her the big first loss. No way on earth. Precisely. Matt?
3: Total exact same thing as these guys. In fact, you know, for cobbling a match together like this, I did hear a rumor today and I don't know, there may be some truth to this, but the thought behind this, um, according to, I believe it was the What Culture podcast, is Tony Khan realizes that there's stiff competition right now with the NBA and hockey and just sports in general are really taking up everyone's time. And the idea is if they have an 11-match card, Hangman and CM Punk would go on later than uh, every other sport on TV would go on, which means anybody who is watching hockey or basketball or whatever the case might be can tune into the ending of Double or Nothing to see the main event. So it's very possible that this match was added to the card just for the sake of padding the time (laughs) of the pay-per-view. That sounds ridiculous, and it's a terrible thing to think but there are reasons for it. So, But regardless of all that, Jay definitely retains. I don't see them giving it to Anna Jay. I mean, she already had a shot once before. Well, this, Which was a good match,
2: a, but still.
1: Yeah. yeah, for sure. And you bring up a good point too, Matt. I mean, they've been promoting this DraftKings, AEW Double or Nothing on DraftKings, where you can bet on it. It's in Vegas, and it's in West Coast time. A lot of the East Coast people, that might not be the case. But people that are, you know, getting loose in Vegas... Ready to throw some money around, place some bets. They might lay a bet down on Hangman and uh, CM Punk after they've had their chicken and waffles at the all-you-can-eat buffet after they've done a bunch of woof all night and spending money <coughs> all weekend. So, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's possible. It's
3: a very specific right.
1: example. <laughs> I just read it in a book somewhere. Anyway, <laughs> let's stick Let's stick with the um, ladies here. We, we've agreed on pretty much every match so far. It wouldn't be an interesting show <laughs> until we get into a little bit of a controversy match here. So the Owen Hart Cup is not resolved yet, It for the women's at least. Um, it's going to come in the form at AEW Double or Nothing, but we have one more match going on on Rampage, baby. And oh, stop. Is- <laughs> <laughs> And Chris Statlander, so we're gonna we're gonna pick who's gonna win that match, and then who will face Britt Baker at Double or Nothing. So you gotta have you gotta get these picks right in order. And this honestly, this match is what could dub the King Booker for this show. So we got to get our shit together here. We've been talking a little bit of smack on the group thread uh, before we started recording tonight. I really think Ruby Soho. Will not win against Chris Statlander. Oh, my God. Because, because one, Chris Statlander is a beast. Two, Ruby Soho, I think, is maybe the most overrated person on the roster in AEW. Three, Chris Statlander... Lost to Ruby Soho in a similar tournament for the TBS women's title when they were trying to do this thing back in December. I think it was even the same position in the bracket. It was a great match. It went back and forth. In the end, Ruby pinned Statlander. I think now in the Owen Hart Cup, I mean, it doesn't really mean a whole lot for the women, but it would be a nice thing for Chris Statlander, the hanger hat on, being a younger. Up and coming. I mean, she deserves something. She's give that girl something. She is a beast. She trains hard. So I don't think Ruby beats Statlander twice. I'm saying Statlander beats Ruby this Friday. I'm Rampage, baby.
4: That's good. It's good to book with your heart. <laughs> good to do fantasy. Bookies. It's Charlie
2: because all that does is give us advantage.
4: Yeah.
2: Um, who Who do wants to start here on this? uh
4: yeah. Go who, ahead. Did you, did you go, Mike? You said... Who'd you say? We're only picking one saying, match p- now?
1: Well, we're, we're picking uh, who wins on Rampage. Rampage. We're just starting with Rampage.
5: Soho. Any reason?
4: She's, she's due. And why would they pick Statlander? She wasn't even in the tournament originally. She got knocked out in the tournament, and now they're going to rebook everything to get her in the finals? Your Your, your money... You already got a shitty women's match
5: with Jade, Mm -hmm. and you're going to come with another Statlander versus Britt.
1: Oh, we and we did see that at All Out last year, and Statlander Uh. beat or or lost to Britt Baker. But maybe she comes back and beats her for kind of a meaningless tournament title, though. Too there's no there's no belts being given out. No,
4: they announced today that they're going to announce at the pay per view what the winners get for winning the tournament oh
2: they, but there is going to be something what there's going
4: to be something i don't know they didn't say watch oh. you gotta find a um, paper on sunday
2: <laughs> nice nice sales job i i did hear <laughs> yeah. a friend of mine said he thought he heard but we, then we couldn't find it like that they might actually have like some sort of belt that you get for I heard, it but okay yeah, i heard that too yeah i
4: bad a trophy or something but yeah and you're probably gonna get a title shot or whatever title shot you would want yeah which would which would be good if, you, if Soho won and then went after Jade and then beat mm-hmm. Jade. I think it's time to be I mean, not yet, but I mean, I would think they, they got to
2: start coming up with the end game of that, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, Steve, who do you have? I am unequivocally picking Ruby Soho for the well, a couple of reasons. One, I do tend to agree that uh, sh- she took Sheeta's spot, so it seems unlikely, you know, they had a plan for this turn, you'd think they had oh, a plan yeah. all along, oh, yeah. and chris datlander wasn't in the original plan so unless unless they were planning on sheeta to win it for some reason and then they just swap out the person replacing her i just don't think and i think they've been dropping the seeds for weeks now of this this thing between soho and Britt baker and the fact that soho can't win the big one and now she's one yeah and, and soho cannot win the big one is like her big knock um i think that's that's all playing into it. So Ruby, okay.
3: Yep. Uh, so originally, Ruby, Ruby, Ruby. I, I was feeling uh, the same way as Mike. I I would love personally. I'd love to see Chris Statlander win, but you guys make two really good points. One, she's an alternate in this tournament, Um, and we know AEW books things with the end result in mind. Yeah,
4: exactly. So, I think most wrestling does. They have the winner and they book it backwards.
3: Yeah, most wrestling, uh, you know, most wrestling, not necessarily sports entertainment, but you, yeah. you get where I'm going with that. Um, so I think that's not likely to happen. Um, the other thing is with Ruby winning potentially. She did lose to Britt Baker. I think I forget when it was. Sometime last year, maybe um, December third. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> wow, look at Mike with the trivia. I um, looked it and up. And Damn, player. So we were
1: fucking back. You know, had a little back and forth about it earlier. Yeah, we did. Damn, uh,
3: So, So if Ruby wins on Rampage on Friday, she's due for a win against Britt Baker. And now that Britt Baker's out of the title picture, um, I think the match could serve two purposes. One, it gives Ruby something to win and something to elevate her a little bit. And if it gives her the opportunity to challenge for a women's championship, whether it's the TBS title or the women's title, awesome. Um, I think that would be great to get her into the TBS title picture. She feels like a great fit for that title right now. Um, so we have that. The second thing with her is I think when she's in the match with Britt Baker, we're going to see either Jamie Hater or Rebel or one of those two try and interfere to help Britt out. They fail, and we finally see Jamie Hayter and Britt go at it, and something happen with that that group. Um, I mean, they've sort of been hinting at it for months. I feel like they just need to pull the fricking trigger on it because if Brit loses that match, she really has no other direction right now. And I think that would be a perfect way to spin her off into some other feud that actually has some interest to it. So, so all that being said, I'm going Ruby. soho
1: okay. All right. So that match will be taking place on rampage baby tomorrow. And, um, look forward to seeing it all go down so to take it a step further we have made our picks on who will face brit baker at double or nothing i could hedge my bet and say ruby soho so i don't lose a point you could You'll gain a point but i'm not that kind of guy i'm an all-in <laughs> guy i Some, like someone, to keep it interesting i like to I live know, on the I edge know, someone's got <laughs> i like be, to go yeah someone's gotta, i like someone's, to someone's,
4: Someone's got to be last, so
1: yeah. You've got you to be a wild card. I like to keep it interesting on the show as a producer of the show. i got to keep it interesting. I want Everybody. my fans that are around the world that like my picks to cheer with me. So I'm going all in on Chris Statlander. I love you, Chris. Let's go, Cosmic Girl. Oh, and, and I, trust I, I me, think, I,
2: think, I love Chris Statlander.
4: I <laughs> think I think you had one fan who likes your picks, but now you have two, your wife and your son.
2: Three, Chris Statlander, if she's listening. Hey, and that's
1: – and I don't care about anybody else other than that. No offense to any of our listeners out there. Shout yes. out Benj- Belgium and Scotland <laughs> and New Jersey, our top grossing listeners. Hey, so from, what's <laughs> up, everybody?
4: Anybody from the Philippines. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So who y'all picking? Uh, Charlie, who are you picking to win it all versus Britt.
4: Ruby, Ruby, Ruby Soho.
1: All righty steve-o
2: oh ruby soho i mean this is the this is the great story where she can't win the big one Britt baker's been talking shit for weeks Britt, by god does not need to win this goddamn tournament she didn't need to win this week but i think i think it would be completely shitty booking to have Britt baker win the tournament it'd be it would serve no purpose so this is booze you talk about booze. I think even yeah. her, who gets a lot of cheers, I think people would not react to it. Yeah, so I yeah. think she needs to lose. I think this will kind of get Ruby back on track. And yeah, I think Charlie said it earlier. Maybe Ruby's the one to take on uh, Jade next and kind of take this momentum to something meaningful. Hmm. Yep. Okay. Ruby, Ruby, all the way, baby. Sounds like this destination is known.
4: Man, yeah. you were. I thought you were a Statlander guy, Matt.
3: I am, but I'm also a logical person.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, wow. Maybe maybe I'm the it? only one raising an infant and under so extreme sleep deprivation, <laughs> <I'm> going <laughs> with an alternate to win it. Hey, but it's nobody loves a comeback story more than this guy right here. I'm pointing yeah. to myself. I fucking love when a person gets a second shot and it and they go to win it all. It's just great TV. So book it, baby. That's all true. Right. Let's stick with a a fun one here after all of that controversy. This is the anarchy in the arena. (laughs) match. This is uh, what Double or Nothing has kind of become a little famous for, to have some crazy-ass match consisting of Chris Jericho and whoever he's he's hanging out with and whoever he's feuding with. It just so conveniently lines up with, like, you know what, let's make this uh, just something off-the-wall crazy. And this is not going to be short of... This is probably going to be the craziest one of all time because of the characters involved in it. It's the Jericho Appreciation Society and all the members of that versus uh, multiple members of the Blackpool Combat Club, Danielson, John Moxley, William Regal probably make an appearance in there a little bit too. You're going to have Santana and Ortiz. You're going to have Eddie Kingston versus the Jericho Appreciation Society. So history tells that this... This is all about entertainment. And this is what these guys are our sports entertainers, the Jericho Appreciation Society. So that's why I see the Jericho Appreciation Society winning this one in the Arena Anarchy match. And quick side note before I send it over to you guys Daddy Magic is going to be the fucking star of this show. I'm just saying it right now. He's so good. All right. Who wants to go next? I'll go. Um, I'm
4: going with the Blackpool team. with Eddie um, and Blackpool, Eddie Kingston. basically? Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Any
4: reason? Uh, yeah, they're, they're uh, faces, and I think the faces are going to win this time around. They lit... They, Yeah. They lit... I mean, it's... They've been running rough shot. It's time... They've had every upper hand on them so far, and it's time to... Uh, for Kingston, those guys get that brand.
2: Okay.
1: Fair enough. Steve, Grabby?
2: Yes. Uh, I'm going to go with Team Regal. I think um, lots of reasons why. I think... It's. I don't want to say they need it more, but I feel like, you know, the Jericho Appreciation Society are for entertainment purposes. And uh, I think the combat club, they've just done this masterful job of just looking unstoppable for them to lose their first major feud would be like really kind of a setback. Yeah. I think they need to win. They're just too cool. They're too over. They're, They're too, too great. Hot. And yeah. I mean, look at it, maybe I'm putting a little more realistic to wrestling than I should, but this isn't an even matchup. I mean, you got, Jericho, you <laughs> yeah. got you got hater who's like a part-timer at best you got the other three that i love dearly but they're you know they were undercard guys that he elevated For versus them? santana well, 10, ortiz 10, 10. uh you know like two of the greatest of all time managed by the greatest of all time i mean and then um i mean uh, eddie kingston is just you know like they finally gave him his big win i think um It would, yeah. They they are clearly the superior team, and I think uh, it'd be hard to spin them losing. The only thing that gives me pause on that, if they wanted it out, is I don't know what the what they're doing with this whole uh, Brian Danielson injury thing, which seems to be a work, but like they keep making a point of it, and it's all a work. But why are they doing it if 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 it's not gonna do something, you know? Maybe it just amounts to him losing this week on just, this weekend on Friday. Just, but
4: just just to try to throw to lower entry, the bar, try, yeah. To say hey, they might lose. That's okay, all it is. that's
2: fair. Okay, but no, I'm going. I'm buying Black Black Pool Combat Club all the way. If I could all say it, right. I Very really good.
3: had no idea who to pick when you asked this question, Mike. But after hearing Charlie's point. And Steve's point, I think the answer is obvious. I think it's the Blackpool Combat Club. Although (laughs) I was initially leaning Jericho because he's a wizard and he throws fireballs at people. But Eddie Kingston got hit in the face with a fireball, so it's time for Jericho to get a little payback. So Blackpool Combat Club.
2: I'm just really worried about that poor crewman that was like, he's got a fireball to the face just for wearing a T-shirt. That's heinous.
1: Yeah, after all the hate that's been going around the world, uh, they could that one He didn't, he one didn't out. deserve <laughs> it. Shit. Okay. Well, um, I'm the only one that's going with the Jericho Appreciation Society. That's okay. And I should mention to the listeners, we do have this thing called the kickout. We can use it at any time before uh, Charlie says Triple H at the end of the episode. You can change your pick from something else, and we all get granted one. You can use it at any time. You don't get any bonus points if you save it and don't use it. So it's good to use it, and if you don't, then you just look that much smarter. So just throwing that out there. Yes, let's move along to the match that could be... The most exciting on the card, other than the headliners. It's MJF versus Wardlow. It is a singles match. If Wardlow wins, he will be granted his release from his contract with MJF. And if MJF wins, Wardlow will be permanently banned from signing with AEW. So you all know how I feel about Wardlow. I love the guy. He's on the gravy train with biscuit wheels right now. He's been taking (laughs) lashes with belts. He's been uh pushed down further than dirt then an ostrich is head <laughs> he has been he's been busting out of handcuffs. This guy has been fighting back with grace, strength, and beast like ability. He just ransacked the whole security team that was going through. The door, which was so awesome on this last Dynamite, one by one, they all just were falling. That was so cool, not to mention the pose that we mentioned at the top of the show after the match. And I mean, MJF, I think is so funny and so awesome, but the stipulations, I think this makes it so clear and obvious that Wardlow has to win because he is going to be the fifth pillar that AEW is going to build their company on other than the four. There is a five here, and his name is Wardlow. So, I'm picking Wardlow.
5: Same. <laughs> okay.
1: It's, it's I always say, Charlie,
4: one-word answer.
5: It's
2: pretty yeah.
4: predictable. There's not much to add to it. You know, it's... Mm-hmm. After you saw him Wednesday night, there's no way they're not... Unless they have some trick up his sleeve he can sign somewhere else, it's gotta right. be Wardlow. But the only thing I worry well, about is that that makes MGF I mean, not not that it matters. I don't think it, he's the kind of guy that can. Doesn't matter on losses, but it, that'll make two pay-per-view losses in a row.
5: Yeah. Big MJF? ones too. Yeah. Right. That's
4: the only thing. So how do you mm. build them? They have to really try to build them back up somehow.
1: Well, fucking Jericho beat him at All Out. I thought MJF was a lock at All Out, but he's okay with taking the losses on the Big Show because and- he dominates the the yeah. uh, weekly show. So.
4: Yeah, I would've I would've yeah, once he once they put that stipulation in on retiring, I knew it was right. I knew Jerko wasn't then that's why I was like, right. he ain't retiring dude.
1: Well, and Charlie and I have to square up on a deal that we made a couple months ago. I like I said, I I thought Wardlow after he won the brass ring, he was him and MJF were gonna settle their shit at all out, which happens in September. I for some reason thought Double or Nothing was happening in April, not thinking it's in late May, because I thought they were gonna drag out this story. The match that I that we saw last night on Dynamite, I thought that was the match that we were gonna see at Double or Nothing that would set yeah, up not, something longer. What's to that that. pay
4: per view quality, dude.
1: Okay, yeah, I was wrong. <laughs> so I I met I it's met spears, Charlie dude. and we we <laughs> talked about. Well, I want Spears to come up, like he's. Like give that guy something. All this, I don't know. That it, guy, you know, he's, he's gotten most- he's
2: gotten a good rub from all this. He's 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 a,
4: he's a yeah. good hand. Yeah, he's a great worker, yeah.
1: but I don't know. I, I don't well, know if you feature know.
4: him in a pay per view match.
1: Well, if you want to maximize your talent for what you're paying them, I just thought, yeah, give him a shot. But okay, so the bet was me and Charlie were going to bet some recreationals until that bell rings and those two men lay hands on each other. Uh, but once okay. they do. I will hand over Wow,
2: you're just gonna to hold on to the last possible second. <laughs> Why not? It's MJF. It's Tony Khan's gonna Khan's gonna come out on rampage and push it to It's throw canceled! The, that'd be it's amazing. canceled We're gonna
4: Yeah. We're gonna I would then this. officially
2: I would officially then accuse Mike of being a time traveler. Okay, okay, wait. How about this? This could be even better. What's that oh uh
1: place, Matt, that's in Bayview that delivers? I day. might have a special delivery delivery to Charlie's door, the night of a uh, AEW double, double or nothing. Or nothing. That would Just be a classy thought, no, You Couldn't get it's, any it's, more.
4: It's winner's pick. I'll let you know.
1: Oh, okay. oh, oh
4: wow! It's winner's well, pick. You remember okay, it's well, winner's pick.
1: Oh, wow! Well, well, I'd like to send my son to college, so take it easy on me. All right. Well, not
4: yeah, no, but I <laughs> I'll let you I'll let you know when that time comes.
1: I feel like I should show you some stuff that I found. But okay, we'll 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 maybe we'll we'll, try we'll talk we'll talk. Anyway, so just in case our longtime listeners, I admit, yep, I thought this was going to be going a little further, but it's going to settle up at double or nothing. So Charlie and I are in agreement. Wardlow's going to win. Steve, who do you got in this one?
2: Well, let me tell you, I I'll admit, I came into this almost thinking MJF was going to win, be, but until you just crystal clear mentioned the stipulation i had forgotten which is the whole like he contract thing Uh, that makes me change my mind because i thought i thought you know they might drag this out a little and mjf will get the first win and then wardlow get his moment but i forgot about that stipulation and nothing would be lamer than wardlow losing and then tony khan like hiring him anyway or something they tend to honor their stipulations yeah. so that being said i think Wardlow has to win and i'll pick Wardlow. and i i hope again charlie brought this up earlier like yeah. i know it's all fake but i was so giddy when he got his hands on like sean spears and was going after uh mjf yeah. like this feud makes me forget like suspend disbelief and like i just yeah. want to see him beat the shit out of mjf it's so good this is yeah. one of the best feuds in years
3: totally I, I'm in the same boat as you guys. I'm going with Wardlow. I, so even knowing the stipulation, AEW has a record of honoring their stipulations. I mean, we saw that with Cody, where he could never challenge for the world title. But I, I struggle to think, what would they do with Wardlow if he couldn't get an AEW contract? Now, granted, they also now own Ring of Honor, and there's so much interpromotional activity Ooh, going on. They could do mm. some stuff there. But, yep. God, I just want to see MJF get his ass kicked. The, the, a,
2: the AEW fans don't want to see that. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I have nothing but respect for Ring of Honor, but if that, they did that, that would get booed out of the building.
4: Oh yeah, They'd have a hard yeah. time, yep. Yeah, with World how hot this green feud is right now. To
2: go to Ring of Honor.
3: Yeah, exactly. And with how star. hot this feud is right now, they, there's no way they can have Wardlow lose. So but, I'm going the, the,
4: but yeah, but the thing is, though, you could put that Ring of Honor belt on, have him beat Grisham.
2: You could. <clears throat> I mean, you know? you've introduced something that's definitely in the realm of possibility. Yep. Yeah, is that I know. your own it's... original
1: thought, Matt? That was pretty damn good. That was not
3: my original thought, but man, it it is tempting. But I'm sticking. With I you know. know. Yep.
1: Where'd you where'd you hear that? What I'll culture? Give you... I'll
3: give you. Yeah. See, I didn't even need to give you two guesses. You only need one. What right, culture, baby?
1: <laughs> All right. No, I like it. Very good. Very good okay let's keep her moving we got four more matches to get to and uh they're all for either a tournament win or a championship belt and just to review our picks i'm the only one that is differentiated from the rest of the pack that's you know might be good or bad but the charlie steve and matt are all on the same line, so you guys better start disagreeing with each other, and it's going to happen in these last four matches. So let's here we go. All right, here we go. Samoa Joe versus Adam Cole for the men Men's Owen Hart Cup Tournament final. It's going to be a bloodbath. We've seen this uh, tournament go on for a couple weeks now. It's culminating. It's going to be between a bona fide superstar, the Ring of Honor champion Samoa Joe. Who's been on the couch for a long time? TV
2: champion. TV. What'd I say? You said champion. Champion. No, I just, because I was just having a conversation with a friend who thought Samoa Joe was the champ, and we were talking about it. I'm like, actually, it's just the TV. It's just the TV TV champion.
4: Yeah, Grisham is the champ.
1: My bad. No good. No worries. Sleep sleep deprived. (laughs) (laughs) You thought I was bad uh, in the podcast in years before? Have a newborn in one month and uh, go back and listen to the shows. Yeah, that's a great idea. Go back and listen to past episodes and see how tight my game is. Yes. uh, Driving the bus on the show and then after uh, taking care of a newborn for 30 days. It's a fun little experiment. Okay, but anyway, I'm going to go with uh, Adam Cole beating Samoa Joe at this. Why? Well, Adam Cole is a star. Samoa Joe is a TV champ in Ring of Honor. Um, I mean, I guess Charlie said they do win something at the end of this. Adam Cole doesn't have anything. I think he should have something, so I'm gonna say Adam Cole.
2: That's sound logic all around, and I, that's what I exactly what I'm picking. I think. Samoa Joe does not need this. Adam Cole needs this. Um, Samoa Joe's got a bright future. Like whatever, whatever they unroll or roll out with Ring of Honor, he's got his whole thing with uh, Jay Lethal and all (laughs) that stuff. Yeah, Yeah, so he. I mean, it really serves no purpose to have him win AEW's uh, Owen Hart thing. Um, I think, yeah, it's Adam Cole, baby.
3: Yeah, I so. For our listeners out there who aren't privy to our private text messages to each other, Charlie and I had quite the debate about this last night, and, you know, I, I've had 24 hours to think on this, and <laughs> I, I'll, so I'll say this. I do think Adam Cole is going to win the Owen Hart tournament. I don't really know where that takes him next, and I think that's the one thing that really just kind of leaves me feeling down and out about his future. Um yeah, we I mean, I don't see him winning the
4: belt anytime soon, unless he goes exactly. for the unless he goes for like the uh, the belt Scorpio's got. But right. yeah, he, singles titles, I don't see him singles.
3: That's a really good point. I hadn't even considered him going after the TNT title. I I think he'd be great as TNT champion. Oh
2: my god, that title needs it. He
4: yeah, title needs he, can ele- he can elevate it.
3: Oh, absolutely. I, I think it's been dragged through the mud so much lately. It it needs. Someone to hold it who is on a whole different level than, no offense to Scorpio Sky, Sammy Guevara, any of those guys, but it needs a guy who's champion level material. And, you know, whether whether I like his matches and the formula that he builds into all his matches and storylines, I do think it would definitely give a fresh take to his character. So regardless of all that, I'm going to go with Adam Cole winning and becoming the Owen Hart Foundation inaugural tournament champion.
2: Well, we're not disagreeing yet.
3: Nope.
1: So, Charlie, you're with Cole as well.
5: Yeah, I'm going with Cole,
4: but I think he'll hopefully he'll, he gets a winner gets a title shot. But I don't think I think he'll probably hold off on that title shot for a while until um, after uh, Forbidden Door, maybe. So I think they're going to do um, something with the Bullet Club. Those guys are do something with the Bullet Club.
1: Cool. Alrighty, so we got another championship match to get to and that is jurassic express <laughs> the current champions versus team taz ricky starks and powerhouse hobbs versus keith lee and swerve strickland in a three-way tag team match for the aew world tag team championship we know all of these uh competitors in this match are extremely athletic All have different sorts of skill sets but all can hang with one another and make the others look good this i i mean i don't know what it is about aew but three-way tags they always deliver and i love the players in this swerve is a new roster member i think this is going to be a chance for him to show off a little bit we all know what keith lee is and what he's done and what he can be i hope he i mean he's he's just a fucking horse anytime there's you know multiple participants in a match it's they seem to like use keith lee's size mass and athleticism and strength in some big spot so what that will be i am excited to see um i don't think jurassic express is ready to drop the belts to these set of competitors no disrespect to them because they're all incredible athletes and great wrestlers and they're gonna have their time but i'm gonna go with jurassic express retaining
3: That's a good take. Um, I mean, I know I have the option to go last, but I'll I'll just give my thought and make my pick. So you make a good point, Mike. Before you said that, I was actually going to go with Team Taz just because I feel like those guys have been sort of gradually getting better and better every week. Um, And I feel like they've really made a point to put powerhouse Hobbs into every segment that Ricky Starks or other guys from Team Taz are involved in. At the same time... They don't feel like tag team champions to me, um, no. and it's it's not a slight to them. It's just that's not their th- that's not their angle yet. Um, I also don't think though that Keith Lee and Swerve are in a spot to be tag champs. Uh, as great as they are, I I don't know as a tag team if they gel as well as Jurassic Express. So, oh, this is a tough one. I tell you what, I'm gonna roll the dice here because you got to play to win, right? I'm gonna go with Team Taz wins and Christian turns on Jungle Boy as a post match.
1: Okay. Um you're locking that in? I Steve? mean the the uh, Christian <laughs> the Christian thing Steve, is kind you have of to a go. chair in
3: the top. It is, yep. I mean I still have my kick out, so uh I'm kind of yep, waiting to hear what these out. guys have to say.
2: It's true.
4: Steve, you're up next. All right. I'll be uh
2: I'll be a fighting champion and I will go next, knowing that I have a kick out. Um honestly, I go back and forth. The one prediction I do have before I go into the actual final prediction is I just hope and think that it's time to take the belts off of Jurassic Express. Um I like them a lot. I don't think their title run, I mean, they've had very good matches, but I just don't think the title runs done much and it's time to put it on somebody who needs it more. I think jungle boy and Christian, you brought that up. They've been teasing that again, it's AEW, So Christian might turn on him in three years, but um, I, I feel like they're, they've been literally leaning into that. And I think it's time to have them lose and um, Christian to turn or get really disgusted with him. Um, I was all in on Keith Lee and Strickland winning until the triple threat when Strickland won, and then I'm like, Oh, damn, that made me really like doubt that because it's like they're gonna win and then win again. Um, and I've thought all along until they made this a triple threat that the next champions were gonna be Team Taz. So I'm really this is like one of the hardest picks of the whole thing. I am going to pick swerve and keith lee i think keith lee needs this i mean he's good we all know he's awesome but i think you can't have him lose again so i think and swerve is great i think the two as a team could really do something for a while so i think uh, i'm gonna go with those guys winning the titles
3: this will be the match that makes or breaks our next champion on keep the kayfabe it could well be
4: uh, there's a couple more there's at least one more
3: <laughs>
5: yeah whose house Swerve's house. They'll win. They're winning it. Mike, you're on mute. Mike, you're on mute.
1: (laughs) Okay. Sorry about that. I was pouring (laughs) some beer. Um, just so just a reminder for you guys. This is for the AEW tag team titles.
5: Yes. In AEW.
2: Okay. Uh right. very good. (laughs) We know that. We know that.
1: (laughs) Yep.
5: And again, whose house?
2: Whose house was that?
1: Swerve's house. Oh, dude, who who's the new best friends on the show? And when we go and see AEW Dynamite, what shirts these guys are going to be buying together? Oh, I'm,
2: a, I'm getting pretty Peter Avalon shirt.
3: <laughs> Why?
2: I don't even think he has one. <laughs> Actually, he, nowadays everybody has does. a shirt. He probably, he probably does. does. Hey, yeah.
1: I'm pro, I'm pro wrestling. And yeah, exactly. Still... Okay, very good. I, I like a little... Um, here, here's the first little chop in the uh water on keep the kayfabe here so yeah this is gonna be a huge match just to review i picked jurassic express matt has picked team taz with starks and hobbs and then steve and charlie picked swerve and keith lee to win the aew tag team champions uh championship belts it's great i like it i like all picks everybody like i said everybody in that match is very well deserving How's it going to go? We will have to see this Sunday. We know maybe how this one's going to go. This is Thunder Rosa versus Serena Deeb. It's a singles match for the AEW Women's World Championship. Uh, Thunder Rosa has been fighting for this championship, championship belt for a long, long time. And no disrespect to Serena Deeb. I like her heelish tactics that she's doing. I really love Thunder Rosa this past Wednesday, how she kind of for the face makeup and put the the red cowboy hat on. Uh, the fashion was there. I like it as that sort of champion. Maybe she forgot to pack her face paint, but I know it's a bitch to probably come up with, you know, new designs, put it on half of her face for just some promos. If she's not wrestling, this was a great look. So that's why I'm picking Thunder Rosa in this. She's a champion that doesn't need face paint all the time.
4: Thunder Rosa. Rosa it's too new to drop it. They haven't really mm-hmm. given her a chance to do anything yet. So she'll be keeping it. It'll be a good match, but.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it'll be an excellent match. These guys had a match, I think, before, and it was really good. Like Serena Deep can't have a good match. I think Thunder Rosa had a couple underwhelming ones on her way to the run, but otherwise has a flawless record. Uh, it's too it's too it's too soon. I think uh, Thunder Rosa's got to win this one. Diva, you know, dear may or may not get her day again, but I think not now.
1: And these are both your girls too, Steve. In NWA,
2: right? Oh, they're two. They're so such great wrestlers, both of them. Mm-hmm.
3: They are, and and that's what makes this choice even more difficult. Um, yeah, I'm gonna stick with you guys and go with Thunder Rosa. I I could also see them maybe having her drop the belt to Serena because it would be a great shocking moment. And I think Thunder Rosa's entire gimmick and her story is she fights for women's wrestling. She fights from underneath. How great of a story would it be for Serena Deeb to take that belt and really be, I mean, cause quite frankly, we've seen Serena Deeb wrestle. She's on a whole different level than most of the other women's division in terms of in-ring talent and even her promos and just her entire personality. She'd be a great champion, and I think it would force Thunder Rosa to step up her game and really tighten up her promos and her in-ring work quite a bit. But, Charlie, like you said, I just can't imagine them having her drop it this early in her reign. So, yeah, Thunder Rosa.
1: Well said, Matt. I agree with you 100%. I hope uh, Serena Deeb gets another chance, but it's just not right now. This competitor that she's facing – is just too strong and uh, too hot, and she's too well deserving right now. So, timing is not on Deep's side, but she's awesome. We love her here on Keep the Kayfabe. Shout out. Thanks, for All listening. right. Yep. So, here we go. The last match on the card. The match that a lot of people will stay up late for and gamble on. The match <laughs> that will crush. Every basketball game, every hockey game that was even remotely interesting, it is Adam Hangman Page, current AEW world champion, versus DM Punk, the rebel, the man that has come to AEW and shook up the wrestling world. I am going to say this these are two men. That
3: is <laughs> correct. The two men's men. So far, you're right.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, and if I go further, I might be wrong. But these are two men that have... Okay, they're in two different points in their career right now. One, one has gotten a shot of a lifetime coming back and being the biggest wrestling superstar in AEW, and that is CM Punk. He made that decision. He's getting paid. He's getting. He's selling a lot of t-shirts. He's making. He's he's saying what he wants to say on a TV program, uh, that is in prime time. He's wearing shirts that make you know statements that are, you know, that 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 send ripples, and that's that would never fly in the company where he used to be. So the guy's happy. He's happy to be there. But is he happy just being a wrestler there? Will he be happier being a champion? What more great things will we see out of CM Punk if he gets some gold around his waist? Does he need the gold around his waist? These are all thoughts that are going through my mind. We have Adam Hangman Page that has waited patiently to get his shot. He's proven himself. We've kind of dogged the guy a little bit. Is he deserving? Are his matches good? We, don't, I mean, he's kind of won us over um, to summarize our shows the past two or three months here. Uh go back and listen to him, please. But this is this is an awesome double or nothing match. This is what this is a true pay-per-view headliner. This is not a Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns bullshit match. This is <laughs> this is gonna be awesome. There is only so much time on CM Punk's career left. I think he's done a great service to the company. Tony Khan has done a great job with him. And um he's done a great job, you know, delivering, being himself, doing all the things that you would want in a champion. On the on in the mic booth, in the ring putting on matches, in the promos, selling merch sales. He's on Twitter. He's doing all this other stuff. He's a well rounded champion without the belt. So why not put the belt on him right now at the quote unquote WrestleMania of that promotions? Um, schedule. I think this is the perfect time. Adam Handman Page has, you know, been a really good champion. Not, I mean, we would say not great, but uh, I was, I would say he's been a very, very good champion. It was great. He's got, he's still young, but I think this is CM Punk's time. I'm going Punk. Sorry, that was very long.
5: No, it was good. It was good.
1: All right,
2: who's next? Steve, you're oh up. boy. Well, so now. let me let me you know try to match um, the uh, verbosity of uh, one m- Mike Bait and talk a little bit before my prediction. Um, first of all, I don't know what the hell was going on this Monday. I did that that whole Hangman page promo was weird and mean, not well saying? delivered, and I'm trying to make sense of it. Like he sort of out of the blue said kind of said that cm punk's not the man we think he is and cm punk's like i don't know why it's all personal the only sense i can make out of that if they have a plan versus just a poorly delivered promo is maybe cm punk's gonna turn heel um be that as it may you know i've gone back and forth i think see i think kangman it was a great story to him getting the title i think his title reign. It's felt a little flat, although every single match he had was excellent. So I give him kudos for that. I think he's batting about 50-50 on good promos. Um, Yeah, I think Mike brought up a lot of good points. I think CM Punk at this point isn't going to have a whole lot of years left. If you're going to put the belt on him, now's the time. I think he's going to win the title, and I think the maybe more out there thing is maybe he's going to turn heel in the process to, to prove hangman, right. Or hangman is full of shit, but I don't know. That part's weird to me, but I'm going to go CM punk.
1: Very good. Charlie.
5: Shit. This one's hard, dude.
2: It's very, yeah, which is great. Isn't it? Isn't that what you want in a headliner for? A oh man yeah, to, yeah,
4: yeah! You don't want it. You you. you, you no, this is perfect. You don't want it. You don't want to know.
5: Um, mm-hmm. this one's hard, man, because I, my heart says CM Punk, but do you save a title change for Chicago?
1: <sighs> but the All Out I, is on the move. It's in Toronto. But, it hasn't oh, been announced. You th- it hasn't you think been announced. Door?
4: It ha- yeah, maybe Forbidden Door, but it hasn't been announced yet. He hasn't said he's out of Chicago. Yet. I heard it, heard it some news today that he isn't out of there
5: yet. Um, fuck. I'm gonna go ahead and take a chance. This is why I picked. Um, this is why I did my um, tag team shot. Is that I know a belt will change. But I don't know if they're gonna do. I don't know if they're gonna do two of them. Um. This is oh, this is, fuck. I want Punk to win though
4: because it's gonna be huge. Well, you pop. pick
1: Swerve Scott and Keith Lee. So yeah, I know one belt change.
5: Yep, I know that goes into my whole thinking of the show.
1: I mean, you talk. You talk a lot of game, Charlie. This is
2: big. <laughs> No pressure. No pressure. I hey. talk, I talk a lot of shit. This is a big. This is a big moment for the kid.
4: Been talk, yep, for the show could, for keep the, the kayfabe itself. Kid, the, the kid's been talking shit since he probably was ten or eleven, dude.
5: <laughs> um. Oh, I am going to go with Adam Hangman Page. Oh, there
3: it Ooh.
4: is.
1: Oh man a man that does not wear legit cowboy boots but covers on his shoes and i did look closer at his shoes charlie after you've mentioned it and those are shoes with some covers. they look good though they look really close you have to look really close yep Mm -hmm. yep go back a couple weeks guys uh we talk about adam hangman pages boots at length all right matt (laughs) you are up my friend what do you got
3: uh well Charlie makes And remember
1: everybody has kickouts. Everybody has yeah, kickouts. I know. Outs. I'm so I'm still thinking about that kickout.
3: Yep. <laughs> we do. Um Charlie makes some really Shit. good points. Um but I you guys are all right. This is this one is so hard to call. So the <sighs> thing for me is like in my heart it is punk, right? Yep. Um I can't imagine what the AEW World Championship would be like if he didn't win it at this title, like if he were to. And win that it, crowd,
4: yeah, that, that crowd's gonna be behind him too because they were pretty behind Punk Wednesday night. Yeah. Yes, that's yes. the thing too. So would they <laughs> shit on shit on the winner
3: if yeah, Hangman won? And and honestly, I mean, I know people love Hangman, so I don't think it's gonna get booed out of the building if Hangman wins but I think on a really flat note Um, and and a lot of these matches that we've reviewed, you know, we're, we're hyping them up, we're promoting them, we're selling them and don't get me wrong. We're looking forward to watching all of them, but I feel like, man, this whole pay-per-view is just kind of like not at a level that most of these typically are. And how terrible would it be if it ended that way too? So all that being said, I think it's going to be punk who wins. Um, I, if he doesn't win, I think it's going to really damage the AEW world title. I think Hangman has been a good champion. I think his title reign starting to get a little stale, and I don't really see many more opponents in the future. Like, if Punk loses, what happens next? Does he fight Punk in a rematch? Yeah, I, I don't, that's the thing,
4: too. I don't know, how, yeah. do they get back? how do they get back to it if he
3: doesn't? Right, does how it? do they get back to it? And it's not going to be as good at that point like I they they I feel like they've really struggled to tell a good story with these two and what what we've got now is as good as it's gonna get so pull the trigger and uh, personally this is my take I view Punk as a champion already put the belt on him that guy will carry that brand like it it just it's a perfect fit put it on him let's see
1: it and when has Punk had the opportunity to go on last on a major pay-per-view with AEW like exactly. is he going to spoil that chance? Is Tony Khan going to spoil that chance in Vegas? Yeah, I don't know. I'm ki- I'm kicking know. out. I'm
4: kicking. out. Yeah. There it is. I have to because I just thought about it. You told me. Yeah, because I don't. That's my whole thing. How do they get back to it?
5: Right. And I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna go with Punk. I'm gonna change my pick to Punk mm-hmm. because somehow. I think Punk's
4: gonna give it to MJF. That's Yeah. And and that's how they get that's how they kinda move along with the story, maybe.
1: That yeah, because Wardlow's gonna go booking. over on MJF and MJF yeah. needs somebody to go after again and, and 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 MJF and
4: MJF needs a big win. I'm doing future booking. But I yeah, I saw something that said, you know, it'd be hard to do two title changes, but I think it's time for two title changes, turn the chapter. Right into the summer and the summer yeah, it's it's punk dude. Already, I heard people talking about the summer of punk back to his pipe bomb days. So yeah, it's I'm gonna go with punk dude. And then he okay. he'll give it to hopefully he'll give it to MJF. I mean probably give it to MJF at some point.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna use my kick out. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Ruby Soho <laughs> is gonna win the Owen Hart Cup. <laughs> But I'm still having stat. I, I can't use two kickouts. Uh, I'm still thinking Chris Statlander is going to beat her at Rampage, baby. Tomorrow. <laughs> but she's
0: still going to win the tournament. How's that, How's How's that, that
2: work? <laughs> <laughs> That's called hedging your bets. Because you got to got to change one of the two. It makes Hed, sense. Hedging your bets. Yep.
1: Exactly. And <laughs> I, I mean, I you like, guys are much. in so much agreement throughout this. I'm looking at this. As if Chris Stanler wins, I still game one on all of you. And yep. if I agree with you as the champ, then it's nothing. So I'm gonna do that. But I think because there's not enough chop in all of our uh, bets, should we uh, guess who what will be the opening match of AEW Double or Nothing? That's
2: a good question.
1: Ooh. That's a good
4: one. Yes,
1: because there's a lot of g- worthy ones on here, and they do a really great job, like picking like kind of out of nowhere picks for their opening matches. Um, I let off the show with the Young Bucks and the Hardys. I'm gonna stick with that. I'm gonna say Young Bucks Hardys opening match. That's good. That's
4: good guess.
2: Well, true. Full disclosure, that's what I was gonna pick. So, do I have to pick a different one, or do I get the? Can I pick the
1: same one? You don't have to. You but if you want, if you want it's, me to
2: run I think it's young Bucks. no, I think it's Young Bucks. I think that's a great okay. start. That crowd will be super into that. All right.
4: That's that's a Yep, yeah, I mean, the, I, the Bucks are always a great kickoff, but I lost this last time, and I just remembered why. It's going to be the House of Black match, because Eddie Kingston is the king of kicking off a pay-per-view.
2: Wait, don't you mean the, uh, um, not the House oh, of sorry. Black? But, oh, sorry, oh, yeah.
4: sorry, the, the uh, oh, no, I can't go with that, hang on, hang on, because that's the five-way crazy match. Holy it's shit, okay. yeah, good call. Sorry. Right. Oh, man.
1: Fuck. Well, that was, that was going to be this. my I other... Sti- we'll go back to that match because I I, I'm going to go and do a stipulation who in that match will get pinned in the Anarchy in the Arena match would be you another stipulation.
4: I'm, you know, I'm going to take a, uh, a wild shot here. I'm going to say that Cole and Joe started off
1: Oh, mm. cool. I like that.
4: Yeah.
1: That's fun. I mean, I would probably be excited for box. you if you won that too, Charlie. It's
4: probably going to be the Bucks, but.
1: Okay. Maddie, Matt Michelson?
3: Yeah. I, AEW does a great job coming in hot on these pay-per-views because you, you got a hot crowd. You want to get people fired up and ready to go for the night. Yeah, I'm going to go Bucks and Hardy Boys to kick it off.
2: I think All I think right.
3: Joe and Cole go on second.
1: Okay. Well, that's not part of the stipulation, but thank you for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we were in pretty much agreement with that one too. Charlie's going his own way, which is good. Yeah. Um, but let's throw another one out there. So we we'll probably need one more. You we know, yeah. don't. We need one more tiebreaker, and uh, and probably the best way to go about it would be in the anarchy in the arena match. I said Jericho uh, Appreciation Society, who in that stable will pin the other on the opposite team? So I am going to say, I'm going to say Garcia pins,
5: I am going to say Garcia pins Ortiz. All right. Um
2: I'm gonna go um Eddie Kingston getting a win back over um Daniel Garcia.
5: Okay. Got it.
1: Okay, so by the way, just to clarify everybody, you get a point. It, so I just said Garcia pins Ortiz. If Garcia does get the pin on somebody different If Garcia gets that pin, I get that point. If it's Garcia on Ortiz, I get two points. Steve just said Eddie will get the pin on Daniel Garcia. If Eddie gets the pin, he will get an extra point. Not to mention, you know, the Eddie and Blackpool Fight Club will, or Combat Club. I always say Fight Club. Uh, Combat Club will do it. So, you know what I'm saying?
2: Yep. Okay,
1: cool. All right, uh, Charlie, do you got a wild card stipulation for the anarchy in the arena?
4: Yeah, I'm going to go with Eddie Kingston, Penn's, the other, what's, I can't remember the other guy's name, and um,
1: Jericho's Jeff, appreciation. Jeff Parker. Yeah, Parker. Eddie manage No, the Jeff guy, Parker. The one who gets his shoes stolen. Okay, <laughs> so Eddie on Parker. Got it. All right, Matt, that leaves you, bro. Yeah,
3: man, I feel like Eddie Kingston's always the guy to get the pin in situations like this, right? Um, I think he has the most to gain, but I feel like it's a pay per view. I feel like Moxley gets the pin, and I think he's gonna pin. Yeah, was it Jeff Parker, the the other guy from Two Point? Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he takes the pin.
1: All right. Okay, good. I think we built up enough chop on this on this pay per view, which is awesome. I love how this is going down. I love these shows. I love talking through these matches because I get so excited about AEW pay-per-views. Okay, that just leaves one last thing for Keep the Kayfabe this week, and that is Promo of the Week. And this one comes from a new listener. Actually, a listener that is a longtime listener, but I think first time submitting. This is Gary from Ohio. He's submitting something to us. It's The Crusher and The Hulkster. Uh, I didn't get a chance to watch it yet, but it looks pretty deep in WWF days. He says he is an every week listener and he is teasing me about us leaving him hanging these couple weeks we missed. Sorry, dude. Um, so much good hockey, so much good NBA in Charlie's case. Um, yeah. New baby, uh, you know, lawns to be mowed. See, yeah, speaking bad. of, um, yeah. Tomorrow, uh, Cars yeah. to be washed, uh, diapers to be changed. So, sorry to keep you hanging. We just want to come with the quality, not the quantity. We don't want to, you know, there's just a lot of shit going on. But, bro, we so appreciate it so much. Maybe uh, we'll send you a t-shirt. Um, if you want to check out those t-shirts at it and take a look at them, it's at keepthekfabe.com. Is that correct, Steve? We still got that? KeepTheKFabe.com. Hell yeah. Perfect. Yeah, you can take a look at that. You can shoot us a note, and you can settle up with us for a Keep the KeepTheKFabe t-shirt through Venmo or PayPal. Just shoot us a note at KeepTheKFabe on Facebook or Instagram, or KeepTheKFabe414 at gmail.com. So, without further ado, let's get to your promo, Gary. It's the Crusher versus the Hulkster.
0: His partner, the heavyweight champion of the world, Hulk. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, once again, Milwaukee, I'm going to have to apologize because I got a little problem with the pressure here, man. I told the dude, if you train my way first, then I'll train yours. So the first thing I did, like I said, Milwaukee, I got to apologize for taking the crusher to Gold's gym, man. Because as soon as he walked in the door, he started crushing the steel-tempered bars, started snapping in half the 200-pound dumbbells, and then he started slapping all the gym members in the back of the head and ran everybody out. But since he went to the gym and trained my way, I guess I'm gonna have to hang with him and drink a few brews now. That's right. I got the trucks ready with the beer. We're all ready to go find and Wisconsin handle. This is the greatest news since the Green Bay Packers have won the Super Bowl. They forgot about it. In fact, we might start playing for the Packers. They don't play any better. We've gone out here to win this whole thing once and for all. Now you got to train my way. Go. So, how about that? Unbelievable. I'm gonna train trained way. There's no way for you to study Monday. No way out. The only way out is in the hospital, in a crash. In the bomb! Out of the river! No way! You know, hope it's like Chris, let's give her our song! Roll out the barrels! the, barrel. the, the world. World. You know one thing I'm worried about? I'm worried about after Get you drink that beer. You gotta be careful of those Harley Davis's name. That's Thursday, October 23rd! I
1: Gary! Nice pull, bro. Very, very nice. A lot of yelling in those days. Right. Yeah. I don't even know how you I mean, I have a hard enough time driving the bus on this show. Can you imagine being like Mean Gene Oakland and like all those other dudes that used to coordinate the uh, interviews between the guys who are all hocked up on steroids and drugs and, you know, fired (laughs) up trying to get their name? It's got to be really hard. So this guy did a really great job uh, ringing in these great
2: personalities. Um, did we announce on Keep the Kayfabe about the news about uh, uh, Crusher Fest? No, not yet. Please. Okay. Yeah, I just, uh, you know, those, those of you that listen heard us uh, do our exquisite interviewing and uh, at, live at Crusher Fest uh, last year, but uh, because of some, sounds like some construction and whatnot in the its hometown of South Milwaukee, they are pushing it to next year, so there won't be one this year. So Keep yeah, the Kayfabe will hope to be there next year.
3: Yeah, we're, we're really looking forward to it. It's one of our favorite events. Um, mm-hmm. For those of our listeners who have started listening recently, if you want to go back, I think it's episode 59 or 58, one of those two. We interviewed Greg Gagne and Jim Brunzel. Great, great interview with those two guys. And Most
1: listened to episode, by the way, guys.
3: Oh, yeah, for sure. Just an all-time classic and Keep the Kayfabes lore. So go back, check it out. It's a great listen. About 20, 25 minutes.
1: Okay, chimpo. <laughs> Amen. Right. Awesome. Yeah, Matt. G- good call on that. That is our most listened to episode. It gets more listens by the week. We appreciate you all listening each and every week. Send us your requests, your um, you know, what you're watching, what you want us to watch, what you uh want to hear. Um, we appreciate you so so much. And I was thinking about it today. I was walking my dog Athena, and I was like Man am I a lucky son of a bitch I get a really Really great opportunity To have a newborn baby And watch one of the greatest hockey playoffs Maybe ever Um, In like a, I'm 37 years old Where I'm old enough to appreciate it But but like You know still, still have that kid nostalgia And I'm just like wait Mike Wait 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 Don't get ahead of yourself bro You need to stay humble, stay hungry, and stay hard. Triple H!
5: Woo!